0: And find out more about resources provided by incubators and accelerators. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'll be hosting this podcast. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we're going to travel to LA, my favorite place in the US. But don't be surprised, Alicia is a world citizen. We're going to talk about AI, we're going to talk about employment and AI, we're going to talk about her latest book, and also venture capital and investing. So I'm very curious to dive into all of those topics. How are you today, Alicia?
1: Hi, Rudy, very excited to be joining you.
0: Fantastic. Alicia, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you get to do what you do today? How did you manage to transition from venture capital to writing a book, which is called Unemployable, How I Hired Myself.
1: It's been quite a journey. It's a story of survival and success. I grew up in South Africa, very difficult circumstances. And from a very early age, I was obsessed with the idea that technology was the great equalizer. And I had this obsession that I wanted to go to Silicon Valley and build companies. And so I leveraged uh, technology and It became AI probably a decade ago, where I was always partnering with the technology to fulfill my dreams. And it's taken me on the most incredible adventure. And that enabled me to become a venture capitalist and invest in some extraordinary people doing some very important work in the world. And I learned a lot from that experience in terms of um, what I saw in the startup ecosystem. And that's how Unemployable came about, where I realized it's about embracing A new way of thinking, but for startups, it's not a new way of thinking, but it's equally applicable, whether it's startups or big companies. And it's this concept of uh, thinking like you're unemployable and I'm happy to dive in deeper. And that's what brought me to, to writing this book that I'm very excited to share with you today.
0: So I think it's very topical because a lot of people who are quite experienced, right? And then maybe they face restructuring. In many companies, you can see juniorization, which is good for junior colleagues. But what other people are supposed to do when you have, they have 10 or 20 years to to retirement, right? So tell us about the core message of Unemployable, your book that you've just written, and what inspired you to write it?
1: So for me, being unemployable is not what people think. Let's start it with that. It's about possessing resilience, curiosity, adaptiveness, channeling entrepreneurship in all work uh, contexts, and the positive constraints that enable us to to innovate. So I think the perception people have of unemployable is that you're lacking skills or opportunities. This is a new distinct mindset that defies traditional boundaries. And again, as I said, it's about being adaptable, innovative and resilient. And that came from my own personal journey where my first position in full-time employment, I'd been an entrepreneur my entire life before that as a child having to survive in South Africa. And I got this first job and I went for the interview and they gave me an aptitude test. And they said I was unemployable. And why they said I was unemployable at this very prestigious, very conservative bank was because they said the two super skills I had were entrepreneurship and a researcher. And they said there was no place in their bank for someone like me. And so I spent the next few decades continuing to build companies, investing companies, and thinking hard about what does it actually mean to be unemployable. And through all my work with startups, I believe that these core skills are applicable whoever you are, wherever you are, whether it's a multinational boardroom or an early stage startup.
0: Great that's uh, an interesting story right nowadays i think they probably would want somebody like this or maybe more people like that but these were good old days uh, of conservative banking so how does your venture capital experience influence your perspectives in unemployable
1: it's played a huge role i think we're living in a very dynamic work landscape things are adap- we all have to adapt we all have to ai's really changed the game And if it wasn't for my startup investing and my startup work, seeing the portfolio companies move at the speed they do to solve these problems and need to adapt. And I don't think I would have had as much clarity of thought to be able to apply this in any business um, landscape. I think it's been integral. All
0: right. So uh, that's great. Um, Can you please explain also the train the trainer program? and its significance in today's business landscape? How does it relate to your investing experience? How does it relate to being unemployable? I
1: think, as uh, you you play in fintech and AI as well, and I think we have this idea that everybody who's involved in AI, we're on the bleeding edge. And we believe that all these organizations that are looking to incorporate AI into into their businesses, that they're all AI ready. So many people have come to me and said, Alicia, this is incredible, the stuff you're telling us all the stuff. And then a handful of people in that organization may may be looking at AI, whether it's the CTO, the tech lead, the people literally dealing with that stuff and implementation or thinking about implementing it. But then you have an entire organization who's not ready. And it's a revolution taking place. It's a new renaissance taking place. And so more and more people came forward and said, please, can you put together a program which can enable our company to be, AI-ready, to have our people AI-ready. And it's for me, the key part was could I apply the unemployable mindset combined with what I do in AI to any organization, and could I coach someone or could my team coach someone who leads training in that organization to empower that organization across the board um, to be ready for, for the most exciting thing to happen, I think, in any of our lives. I
0: see. So great stuff. So many companies talk about being AI driven or data driven. They talk about leveraging AI, but when it comes to leveraging it so that you actually see some business benefits out of it, then it becomes a little bit more difficult. How does unemployable offer actionable strategies to businesses and individuals, especially in the
1: AI domain? I think it's, taking what we see as key, the adaptive mindset, the constant learning, the unwavering resilience, and saying, how do we ensure that these are applicable within the AI context, which seems very challenging for many companies, but at the same time, it's actually not. When you think very simply, think from first principles in terms of what is the company's goal, How would you deal with it if you were an early-stage startup? And how would you ensure success for that organization with an early-stage startup mindset? And so it's applying what I've seen over decades. As I say, in a very simple way, that's been the key. I think my mastery over decades working in AI, it's taking that knowledge, simplifying it in a very practical way, and not scaring people within the organization, but starting small building, always coming from a place of curiosity and ensuring that the organization, when they're applying this AI mindset, is coming from a place of adaptiveness because it's going to take a lot of adaptiveness in order to get right what they're attempting to get right. If they come from a place of fear, they will find it very challenging to incorporate AI into the organization.
0: All right, so let's try to paint the picture a little bit. And can you tell us about some feedback that you've seen from individuals and businesses who've been engaged with your programs?
1: So the feedback's been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, People have found clarity in their career trajectories, understanding the value of resilience, this constant learning approach, and this innovative mindset. Businesses have watched transformative changes. Teams have become more agile, driven, purpose-oriented, it's resonated because I think it's a roadmap for success in a very dynamically changing world. I think that's the key part of it.
0: So what's your view on the immediate and long-term outlook for AI in businesses and its impact on the workforce?
1: I'm, I'm incredibly excited. I think it's changing things for the better. I see AI is working in collaboration with the workforce versus replacing the workforce. I'm actively involved. I probably spend 12 hours a day with ChatGPT. I see how effective it makes our teams and I see how effective it makes me as a CEO. And I think the best is yet to come. I think there's a lot to be figured out. I think many people are very scared in terms of losing their jobs and what that looks like. But I think they should rather see it as a tool of empowerment where the humans can bring the empathy and creativity and the AI can bring the structure and efficiency.
0: Absolutely, agreed. But how do you get prepared for that age when uh, you will have to work alongside AI at best, right? What's your advice there?
1: I think, again, going back to how I started this, start with a, a view of curiosity. I think that's incredibly important because that was how I got into AI. I was very curious. There were problems I wanted to solve for myself and in the world, and that was over over a decade ago, and because I was curious, I was open-minded, and that gave me the room and the AI the room to support me in terms of what I was trying to achieve. For me, I've always seen technology as a the great equalizer. I fundamentally believe that, and I've always seen it as something that's class and privilege agnostic. That was from firsthand experience. And for me, if you're an individual, you're an organization, and you see it as Let's take my personal example. So I thrive on learning and I'm obsessed with uh, observing patterns and I require interactions to keep on going, whether human interactions, AI interactions. And I realized that my ego often was the, the greatest limitation in my life. And so I think if you observe the AI in a similar light, it can become an incredible partner to you in terms of what you want to achieve and your goals because it's there to support you. And that's the, that's the direction of going, like conversational AI and how it can handle things that are very complex that you as an individual may not necessarily want to handle. You can outsource it to your AI assistant. And so the idea that it can do more and more to interact with you as a human and it becomes more, more intelligent as you partner with it, I think that's an incredibly exciting future because it gives you more freedom as a, as a human. To be able to do a better job because you won't be doing the things you don't actually want to be doing.
0: So I hear you saying, don't be afraid. Let's embrace the technology, especially AI, and it can make your life easier. It can make your life much easier because uh, you can free up time to focus on where humans are the best, right? So you said empathy or creativity and the structure and everything that is repetitive can be done by machines, right? So, I know that you also offer an ebook, uh, workbook complement to the Unemployable uh, book. So, how does this work and how people should use it?
1: There was a lot of feedback. I take the customer reviews of Unemployable very seriously because I think one thing I've learned with startups is to be very customer centric and solve a burning problem for your customers and provide a solution that delights them. And what was clear was that people wanted something hands on. There was a guide to implement the lessons that were un- in unemployable. And for me, the ebook was uh, a means of providing those actionable steps and exercises and means for people to reflect as individuals and businesses where they can internalize the unemployable um, lessons and the philosophy. So um, they are constantly evolving, innovating and driving impact. So I think it's incredibly important for people to have that firsthand um applications based experience. I think that's been critical when it comes to AI. And my advice to anyone if they want to get into AI is play with the AI. Just play, start small and keep playing. And that was the same with the ebook where it was can we make this as useful to people as possible as they begin this AI journey.
0: And is the workbook technical in nature? Or is it more about strategic thinking, how to use technology? How Scared of it, should people be if they're complete novices to AI or technology?
1: That was an incredibly important thing. So we haven't delved into my personal journey, but uh, I lectured in mathematics, finance and financial maths when I was 20 years old. And it was one of the greatest things to happen to me. I lectured at different universities and I'm obsessed with educating people. And that combined with my obsession with permissionless leverage using technology. Um I realized that there's no point in creating any type of educational content if you can't simplify it in a way that people actually find value out of it. And so where I spoke earlier about my ego and a person's ego when dealing with the AI, for me, the important thing was not looking smart, but adding value to the learner's experience. And so as far as the level, you can find I'm surrounded by some of the smartest, most technical people on earth. I think they often get frustrated with me because I'm like, we need to simplify this to a point where anyone can get it. There's no point in talking about the stuff. There's no point in including the stuff in a workbook or a training program if everyone doesn't feel included. For me, that's a very important thing when it comes to the AIs that everyone feels included and no one gets left behind. And so no, it's the goal is for it to be very inviting for people to meet them where they're at and for them to begin that journey and be able to use it. At the same time, if people come, again, I keep saying the same thing, with a a lens to being curious. Some may know more than others, organizations may be further along the line than others, but at the same time, I think being curious and reaching out to us. Thank me, Alicia, I feel like in the workbook, this is missing or this is missing. I need more of this so that I can go deeper I think that's also very important, always getting customer feedback, which is, again, going back to our earlier conversation.
0: So startup mindset and what I hear from you, it's not very technical, right? So when we come back to you and your personal journey, we talked about it at the very beginning, what drove you to writing the book, et cetera, but I'm fishing for more examples. So any lessons from your journey and the impact of Unemployable on your own life? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I had many very challenging experiences throughout my life. And so I think if I summed it up, we can dive much deeper in terms of stories. I'm happy to share that. But resiliency, and I can explain more what, and adaptability. I've had to embrace the unemployable mindset. I'm literally living, breathing proof of the unemployable mindset. So I was shot when I was a kid in South Africa. So I was 15 and I was shot and I grew up extremely poor. And the consequence of that was that if you looked at my life in South Africa, at that time I had this very dead end life. And I could have given up. There were a number of people who grew up around me who chose to give up, who chose to accept their their lives as they found them versus chose to do something about it. I chose to change. I chose to be curious. And I was driven by a clear sense of purpose my entire life. And it was when I was shot, when my family had a a family business and when my dad died, I was very young and we were gonna land up on the streets. And I chose the entire way through to tap into whatever I had available to me in order to survive. And that always happened to be the ability to create wealth using my own skills and the ability to stay resilient even in the face of extremely negative feedback and to just keep going because I knew what my purpose was and I knew where I wanted to go and keep adapting. My personal life philosophy is adapt, evolve and thrive. And it, I, as I say, if there's one success story to come out of this, which is living proof, documented living proof from birth, basically to the point I find myself in my life, is that if if you choose to learn and you choose to be curious and you talk about the startup mindset and you talk about startups how. Startups get punched in the face day after day, and they have to just keep getting up and surviving and keeping on growing. And this is a FinTech podcast. You think of someone like Brian Armstrong on Coinbase and how it was the same thing. It was the exact same thing where you have to be resilient, curious, and adaptive and use whatever constraints you find yourself uh, dealing with as means of innovation. Happy to dive in more about my own life if you have any other questions.
0: Sorry to hear that. You came out strong. So let's look <laughs> at that positively, right? Yeah, go for it.
1: No, just agreeing with you.
0: So m- moving on, how can businesses and individuals get involved with your programs? And what can they expect in terms of transformation and results uh, after they are uh, get engaged with you?
1: Um, well, we re- we've been in stealth mode for quite some time. Because as I say, we have some very high profile clients uh, partnering with us and I have strategic partnerships with some of the best in AI in Silicon Valley. We're very excited, but they will find it, they can find everything on the website. And we have dedicated workshops. They can expect a transformative journey where they and their teams will be developing an adaptive mindset, helping them in terms of adapting more curiosity within the organizations and drive for innovation. With a goal to ensuring they do stay ahead of the curve and harness the opportunities in this ever-growing landscape, And I think they'll find it very exciting because I see the speed at which AI is changing things every single day. I've never experienced speed like this in my life where the best of the best are having to really fight in order to keep their businesses evolving and growing because things are changing so rapidly. And I'm very excited to share that with organizations because I think it's an extremely valuable gift to be able to give people that they can incorporate this into their own thinking and into their organizations
0: wonderful sounds great so before i let you go just one last question what is the best way to reach out and what is your key message if you were to wrap it up once uh, people reach out to you and what kind of people would you like to hear from most Uh, it could be clients but maybe also investors or employees
1: absolutely um would love to hear from investors, employees, clients. I think my key message is that in this dynamic era where AI and entrepreneurship are shaping our future, I urge businesses, whomever's listening and individuals, think about this unemployable philosophy, dive into it. I think everyone stands to, to, to benefit from being more adaptable, more resilient, more innovative as, as the world changes rapidly in front of our eyes. and. Don't be scared. Use, use the power of AI. Harness it to redefine success in your own terms. The best of the best are doing that. And it's incredibly exciting. Be brave. Embrace the AI. You won't regret it.
0: All right. Great stuff. And where do people find you?
1: You can find readunemployable.com is the website. And we have um, okay. a special for your listeners so that they can participate. And you can also find me personally on LinkedIn. Always happy to hear from people on LinkedIn. Always happy to, you can follow me on all the social media channels, but I have a daily AI newsletter that I send out for busy CEOs where I do my absolute best, no matter how fast AI is moving, to incorporate those very interesting insights, tools, latest news happening on the bleeding edge of Silicon Valley to share it every day with the readers and something I'm very proud of.
0: Great stuff. Good luck to you, Alicia, and to everybody else. Don't worry if somebody tells you unemployable, that may be actually the best thing that ever happened to you. Thank you for listening to Voice of Fintech podcast. If you haven't already, check out also voiceofintech.com, where you will find all the episodes and additional resources related to the podcast. You can also subscribe to Voice of Fintech on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast app that you like. If you have any suggestions on the topics or guests or how to make this podcast better for you, please email us at info at voiceofintech.com. Happy to hear from you. Thank you.